This is Retirement Radio with Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Eric provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retirement Radio with Eric Cheek. Hello and welcome back to Retirement Radio. My name is Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners. Now, if any point during the show you want to learn more information, feel free to give us a call. Our number is 775-674-2222 or visit us on the old interweb at nvretirementplanners.com. Now, if you're at my website, feel free to head over to our radio page. You can check out past shows and you could subscribe to our show on iTunes or Google Play. That'll ensure you're always kept up to date with our latest episodes like this one. Today's episode is on some of the things you need to know about Medicaid. As you make a plan for healthcare and retirement, you're sure to receive advice about a lot of different topics. Two, you hear a lot about Medicare and Medicaid, which despite sounding very familiar are completely separate programs. So today, We'll try and clear up some of the confusion for you about the differences of Medicare and Medicaid and give you some of the knowledge you may need if you find yourself in need of health care down the line. Now, the third segment today, we're going to be dedicated. Uh, we're going to dedicate the discussion uh, about long term care options. So uh, be sure you stick around for that exciting topic. Well, yeah, it's one that's affecting a lot of people out there now, you know, with parents or grandparents. Uh, Mm -hmm. needing long-term care and eventually uh, probably the chances are you or your spouse or a loved one is going to be in long-term care. So uh, that is going to be good to cover that. I'm glad we're we're bringing that up, uh, that you're covving that on today's show, Eric. Uh, First of all, thanks for having me on the show. I really appreciate being here. We always have a lot of fun. I always manage to learn something and you're a great teacher. Uh, Now, how are you doing? How's everything at Nevada Retirement Planners? It's good. We're all uh, we're all covered in snow. We've been having some great uh, winter time activities. So the mountains look beautiful. Rivers are all running, and uh, we're going to have water for this summer because uh, you know it gets dry enough in the summer around here. You see lizards wearing canteens, so it's good that uh, we've got snow when we need it because this is about it for our moisture. Uh, if we don't get it in the winter, we don't get it. So uh, yeah, everything's I your, great. I love your lizards there in Nevada. Yep. They wear sunglasses, have canteens, yep, sunscreen. sunscreen, sunscreen in their fanny packs, the white stuff on their nose. Yeah, I love that. Well, yep. um, yeah, it's uh, for skiers. It's got to be great too because the mountains are steep and deep oh, right now. They are. Right? They are. Yeah, we've got snowpack that lasts till the summer. So yeah, yeah. Amazing. I was at the airport coming back from Las Vegas last weekend, and there were so many people waiting uh, at that special luggage area for oversized luggage, uh, snowboard oh, skis, yeah. all that stuff. So yeah, they're yeah. piling in right now, which is good. Yeah, that is good. Uh, And our topic is a good one today because I know, especially with myself and my wife, when we've talked about our future, there's a lot of confusion out there about Medicare and Medicaid. So let's start by defining what exactly is Medicare and Medicaid. 
Well, Medicare is a federal health insurance program for people typically 65 and over. Uh, and for those who are disabled, you don't have to be 65. And if you're a dialysis patient, so if, uh, if you go into kidney failure and you require dialysis, you automatically qualify for Medicare. But typically people think of Medicare is the old age insurance program, and that's what they used to call it back in the day. Uh, but there are some younger people that are on Medicare as well, if they're permanently disabled, if they're blind or, or have some kind of disability that doesn't allow them to work, then Medicare is there for them. Now, clearing up this confusion is really what we want to talk about. And uh, we're going to use some help from the Kaiser Family Foundation. They've set out uh, to do the same thing with an article that I pulled from last March uh, 2018, 10 things to know about Medicaid uh, and setting the facts straight. So we're going to do a kind of a high level overview of the program. Now, Medicaid, on the other hand, is the nation's public health program for people with low income. So it's not age-based like Medicare typically is. Medicare is for uh, typically retirees or people that are almost retired and they're 65 and above. Medicaid is for low-income people at any age. Okay. So how many people out there use Medicaid? Uh, well, there's a large number. Uh, according to the government, it's about 76 million. Uh, so there's a large number of Americans that are covered by the program, many who have uh, expensive and complicated care needs. Uh, their needs are so great that they can't work. And so that puts them in the low income bracket. And we've got this, uh, this social safety net uh, that is Medicaid. Uh, a lot of enrollees in Medicaid have few or perhaps no other affordable health insurance options. So, uh, and there's also the Americans with long-term care needs. Uh, they are often most covered by Medicaid. So the program is governed by the Title 19 of the Social Security Act and a number of federal uh, regulations, but it's also administered at the state level. So many states have some say as well. Oh, okay. So what's another fact we should know about Medicaid? Well, Medicaid is a federal uh, state partnership program. It's structured with the federal guidelines to direct them. So the government tells us what the basic guidelines are, and then the individual states are responsible for running Medicaid programs. Now, with that, they're given the ability to determine uh, which type of populations uh, and services are going to be covered. And other choices states are given in this process include uh, how doctors and hospitals are going to be paid and at what uh, what payment level and what kind of services are covered. Yeah. And, and so I think it can get uh, kind of confusing for a lot of us. Uh, and that's where you come in. I know you've helped quite a few clients and walked them through all this, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a it's a federal program. What federal program? that is this big isn't complicated. <laughs> That's true. I mean, Good and which point. one isn't confusing? Yeah. Um, and, and, and so it just, it leads to a wide uh, variety. You know, we're right on the border of California and California, they don't even call it Medicaid. They call it Medi-Cal. Oh, that's uh, right. Just, just, just have more confusion on top of an already confusing program. Yeah. Uh, but there's differences from one state to the next. Uh, uh, there are, however, uh, two guarantees that form the basis of Medicaid, the federal program. One, every American who is eligible for Medicaid is guaranteed coverage. And two, uh, 
The states that provide the coverage will receive matching dollars from the federal government for the qualified services they provide. Okay, yeah, that's the that's the basics. Uh, that's the ground uh, floor of Medicaid mm-hmm. and what applies to everyone. And then beyond that, like you said, everybody's situation is different. Uh, but I think the key uh, word there, every American who is eligible or qualifies mm-hmm. for Medicaid is guaranteed coverage. So you have to make sure you qualify. Uh, so the federal government then, you're saying they match the dollars the state government provides. Mm-hmm, that's correct. And and these dollars, of course, are only guaranteed for eligible recipients. Uh, but there's a lot of eligible recipients, which brings us to our next Medicaid fact. The program covers one in five Americans, and it plays a critical role for certain populations. So that's where we get to the about 76 million or so people wow. that are on Medicaid. It's a lot of people. And Medicaid provides care for some of America's poorest and most vulnerable populations. As such, it provides uh, health insurance to people that otherwise would not be able to afford or obtain any. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good point. Uh, and so I'm glad it's there, uh, that's for sure. Uh, and I think this is a good topic once again. And uh, is this something, Eric, that comes up when you meet with your clients or when you first meet with somebody? Do a lot of people have questions for you about this? Uh, I would imagine it in relationship to how much they need to uh, budget for or plan for in their retirement income plan, right? They do. And, and there's two things that it's almost like the terms are interchangeable, Medicare and Medicaid, especially for someone that might be 60 years old or say 62, and they're really trying to get everything lined up to retire. And they start uh, diving into these programs and then they just go, holy smokes, this is confusing. Yeah. Um, what what happens with most retirees is if, if they do things right, they're never going to qualify for Medicaid. They have income, they have right. assets, and they have these things covered. And, and so Medicaid for a lot of retirees is a, a safety net that's usually used if someone, uh, a spouse, for example, goes into a nursing home, we'll get a little bit more into that, uh, how Medicaid interacts with retirees a little bit later on in the show. Yeah. Yeah. And we've got a lot more to cover. So uh, it's about time for a quick break here. Is there anything else you want to share with us before the break, Eric? Well, you know, preparing for retirement, as I've said before, uh, it can be overwhelming and even nerve wracking. Right now, we're talking about two terms that a lot of retirees interchange, Medicare and Medicaid, but you don't have to do it alone. Visit my website at nvretirementplanners.com or call my office at 775-674-2222 and set up a complimentary consultation. We want to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. So reach out, give us a call and set that up. And listeners, stay tuned. We'll be right back with more on Medicaid and Medicare with our host, Eric Cheek, here on Retirement Radio. Do you ever feel like you need a retirement toolkit to help navigate your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. 
receive your retirement income toolkit from Nevada Retirement Planners now by going to nvretirementplanners.com or by calling us at 775-674-2222. Welcome back to Retirement Radio. This is Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners. Now, if at any point during the show you want to learn more information, feel free to give us a call at 775-674-2222 or visit us online at nvretirementplanners.com. Now, today we're talking about Medicare and Medicaid and some facts you should know. Helping our conversation is the nonpartisan Kaiser Family Foundation article, 10 Things to Know About Medicaid, Setting the Facts Straight. It was published last year in March. Now, just before the break, we were talking about this Medicaid fact. The program covers one in five Americans and plays a critical role for certain populations. Right. I imagine it does. So tell us more about those certain populations. What do you mean by that? Well, according to the Kaiser Family Foundation, Medicaid is especially critical for certain populations in the average state. It covers almost half of all births. So in the fiscal year 2016, Medicaid covered uh, over 76 million uh, Americans with one benefit or another. That's an awful lot of people, but it wow, is. I had no idea. Uh, half of the births are covered by Medicaid. Wow. That's we gotta, crazy. Yeah. We got to fix that. Um, yeah. That's and the other, good. Yeah. The other one is uh, the other component of Medicaid where they see a lot of usage is at the other end of the spectrum. Now we're talking about people that are very old that are in a nursing home. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's because Medicaid is so closely tied uh, to long-term care. There's a decent chance that you or someone you know might end up requiring Medicaid's assistance at some point. For, uh, but, you know, fortunately, our next point illustrates that Medicaid covers a broad range of services. Now, many states go beyond the services required by federal Medicaid law, uh, electing to do so. Uh, they can provide care options, including prescription drugs. For example, Nevada uh, does uh, does that. Medicaid covers prescription drugs, physical therapy, eyeglasses, and even dental care. So it goes beyond just basic uh, health care into uh, other areas like prescriptions, physical therapy, and dental care. I think that's great. And I say well done to the states that do uh, go above and beyond and provide those things. Yeah, it's just it's it's just costly. That's all. That's Everybody true. wants these it great is. benefits. It's just it's nobody true. wants to pay for it. Oh yeah, I, I um, think it's great that we have them. But then again, you're yep. right. Good point. Yeah. So here's an example. Somebody has to pay for it. Uh, folks will end up with, uh, say, a spouse, a retired couple. They're in their 80s. Uh, someone has a stroke. They end up in a nursing home. Um, Medicare uh, covers just a very small aspect of a nursing home setting, it's called skilled nursing care. So uh, they might try to rehabilitate a, uh, a person that's had a stroke, but the Medicare benefit only covers 100 days of skilled nursing. So if that person doesn't get better within the first month or two where they're trying to rehabilitate them to get them uh, over the, the effects of the stroke, then Medicare stops providing coverage and the people are on their own. If you have assets, then 
you start using your own assets to cover the nursing home bill until you do what's called a Medicare Medicaid spend down where the government forces you to uh, spend down your assets to where you basically become impoverished and then Medicaid steps in and covers the nursing home bill. So um, this is the other aspect of Medicaid spending that that covers uh, long-term care services. Uh, Now, the good news is they've expanded how that money is spent. Uh, It doesn't have to be spent in a traditional nursing home. It can be spent uh, uh, when people receive services at home. And that's a good thing, too, uh, where people might want to remain independently living in their own home. It, it, It saves Medicaid money. Uh, if they can provide care in someone's home as opposed to a, uh, a facility. Uh, so they have a, a need to do that as well. Well, I, I mean, this surprised me. I had no idea how much long-term care factored into Medicaid. It's a, yeah. it's a big part of it, isn't it? Yeah, it, it, it's, it's a huge uh, cost. And so there, there used to be this aspect years ago when I first got in this business, it was called Medicaid planning where wealthy people would use trusts and they would transfer, you know, if, if, if a wealthy person with assets saw, you know, my wife is really losing it and it looks like she's uh, uh, developed Alzheimer's and she might end up in a nursing home, they would systematically remove assets uh, from that spouse, get them out of her name, and then they would qualify for Medicaid right away. Uh, now they have a look back period, so people cannot game the system the way they used to do. But oh, wow. I mean, that was something where you know, it was really awful. People that could really afford to pay for care on their own uh, would use the, or uh, the rules. With, yeah, yeah, they'd shelter money and, and pretend they're poor on paper. Uh, and, and use the government to pay for these things where it really should be a social safety net for people that don't have the ability to pay themselves. Right. And so uh, that's one of those things that folks don't like about it, but uh, that's that's the way it works. It's supposed to be for people that don't have the money to pay uh, for it themselves. And so your feelings toward it, you know, can be on what side of the fence you're on. But, you know, hopefully this look at Medicaid helps clarify some of the uh, confusion around uh, its similar sounding cousin, Medicare. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it is good as a safety net, but like you say, uh, this is all good to hear, but somebody does eventually have to pay for it, right? Yeah. And even if someone qualifies for Medicaid for nursing home coverage and they have a spouse, now, Medicaid rules allow that spouse that's, uh, they call them the community spouse, by the way, they're still living in the community. The institutionalized spouse is the ones in the nursing home. They still allow for uh, assets to be sheltered uh, to that person that's still in the community living in their home. I mean, they don't want both people to become impoverished to have Medicaid pay for the nursing home bill because then you end up with two people on Medicaid instead of one. But what happens is when that community spouse passes away, Medicaid comes calling for any money that was spent on the institutionalized spouse and they recover it from the estate. That is a federal law that states are mandated to recover whatever assets they can to pay for that person, uh, that person's spouse that was in a nursing home. So um, one way or another, Medicaid is going to get that money back and, and, and the states need to recover whatever money they can because it helps fund uh, for the next person that has to go into a nursing home that can't afford to pay the entire cost. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's amazing. And this information has really helped me 
uh, understand this more, Eric, and I'm sure our listeners have gotten a lot out of it as well. Well, I would hope so. That's what we're doing. Um, yeah. and, and we've got some other options for uh, long-term care as opposed to just going on Medicaid. Uh, and we'll get into that a little bit after our next break. Yeah. In fact, we should take a quick break right now. Is there anything you want to add before we do, Eric? Well, as we get into all this, uh, as uh, as always, if at any point during the show you want to learn more information about the topics we discuss, uh, feel free to give us a call at 775 674 2222 or go on the website and like tony says you can check out past shows you can even subscribe to our shows on itunes or google play that'll uh, ensure that you're always kept up to date with the latest episodes uh like today we're talking about medicaid facts so um we'll talk more in our final segment about long-term care insurance and we'll get back to that uh in in just a minute Well, thanks, Eric. And listeners, we'll be right back after these messages to talk about options for additional long-term care coverage with our host, Eric Cheek, here on Retirement Radio. There are 96 different months that you could file for Social Security benefits. There are over 9,000 combinations if you are married. But that's not all. There are advanced filing strategies that can also be used. By the time you factor it all in, there are over 20,000 calculations that need to be run to find the best way to file for Social Security benefits. Visit nvretirementplanners.com to request your free Social Security Maximization Report from Nevada Retirement Planners. You'll know exactly what to do and exactly when to do it. All right, welcome back to Retirement Radio. This is Eric Cheek with Nevada Retirement Planners. Now, if any point during the show, you want to learn more information, feel free to give us a call at 775-674-2222 or visit us on the old interweb at nvretirementplanners.com. Now, uh, today we've been talking about Medicaid facts, and this has led us to uh, pivot in our final segment to long-term care insurance. Now, in this segment, we're going to talk about a few of the myths about long-term care insurance, influencing Uh, This discussion is an article from fedsmith.com entitled, Don't Fall for These 10 Long-Term Care Insurance Myths. All right. Well, you know I like talking about uh, myths and lists of myths. Um, So what's the first one? Well, the first myth, uh, it relates to something we mentioned earlier, Medicare. Now, one of the more common myths about long-term care is the idea that Medicare will cover long-term care costs. However, I did mention that Medicare provides limited coverage for stays in a nursing home. In fact, at best, it will only cover 100 days in a nursing home. And to cover those 100 days in a nursing home, the patient, the recipient has to be doing better. In other words, Medicare won't spend the money in a nursing home unless you're recovering and getting better. Uh, If you level off in your recovery, then Medicare quits paying and then you have to uh, start paying yourself. So that's the first myth. So it uh, at best, it covers 100 days, which is just over three months. So what are you going to do past that three month period if you get Medicare to pay for the first three months? Well, yeah, there you go. You got to get, uh, you got to figure out how you're going to cover those long-term care costs, and uh, that three months isn't a long coverage period. Yeah, it, it, it's not very long, and it doesn't even include personal care. So assistance wow. with things like 
bathing, dressing, eating mm. will still come at an additional cost. And income care and in-home care uh, is very, very limited. Yeah. Wow. Well, and that's something to, to look out for. What's another myth out there that we need to be aware of? Well, uh, another myth that is prevalent is the idea that long-term care insurance only covers nursing homes. Now, in reality, long-term care insurance gives you the option to choose the kind of care that you would like. So the options with long-term care uh, can provide more flexibility when you're using your funds. For example, uh, you might choose home care as opposed to institutionalized care. That's a very popular option. But uh, at what cost? Sometimes home care is more expensive than institutionalized care because someone might need someone, to, a caregiver, to come to their home 24 hours a day. So, uh, again, these are myths that we want to clear up. Yeah. Yeah. For, oh, for sure. Definitely. And I, th I think that's so important. So um, long-term care is not just used by the elderly then but by some young people too. Well, I tell you, uh, someone that has a severe car wreck or, you know, they, 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 uh, uh, they break their back or they require an extended period to heal, uh, and recover, uh, someone that's had a serious illness, anything like that. Long-term care can come in for younger people as, uh, as well, but we just don't think about it that way we we envision when we talk about nursing homes of just older people just on their last legs uh last place they're ever going to be before they pass away uh but it, that's not always the case um i had a client that her husband in his early 60s had a massive stroke and uh it was a debilitating stroke he was home alone when he had it and she didn't discover him till hours later and he survived but uh, he's wheelchair bound. He can't speak. Uh, he can't do anything on his own. And she still works. In fact, they were both at working ages. So what's she to do? Um, unfortunately, the only place that uh, care could be provided is in an institutionalized setting. So he's in a nursing home while she continues to work and they're uh, attempting to figure out how to pay for it all. Wow. Yeah, see, that's tough. Long-term care is so astronomically expensive, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, I, I've heard five to $10,000 a month. Well, it is, and, and, it, and it's like a sliding scale. Most of the nursing homes have a set fee for room and board. Then they have like a menu. If you need help uh, bathing and dressing, it's this much extra, and eating and ambulating and transferring and uh, maintaining your Medicaid, all those kind of things just add up. So someone, for example, that's had a stroke uh, and can't do anything for themselves, they're gonna need a whole host of services that a long-term care facility is gonna provide. And that care is gonna be a lot more expensive than someone that maybe just has mobility issues. Maybe they need a walker to get around and, and because they can't move around without a walker, they can't stand in front of a stove and cook for themselves or clean their house or drive a car. So their needs are different from someone that uh, perhaps had a stroke and is really debilitated. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's very expensive. Uh, and that's what the problem is, is people, uh, it, it's a challenge to tell people that in your future, this may be a possibility. You may end up in a nursing home. And usually the rank and file answer is, well, I'll never end up in a nursing home, but yeah. my neighbor Ralph might. Boy, you ought to look at that guy. Holy oh, yeah. smokes. Yeah. He's in bad shape, you know. It's always going to be the neighbor. It's never going to be yourself. 
Uh, and, right, and, it's always and then, the other guy. Yeah, it's always the other guy, and, and nobody ever wants to. Uh, and then people will say, "Well, you know, if I ever end up in a nursing home, I'll just tell my wife just to do me under, you know, just lay me down the in the driveway and and roll over me with the car or whatever." I mean, that's just Tony. That's not reality. People no. aren't like that. Uh, you're not going to off your spouse because they're that's no longer terrible. productive, you know. Uh, but you know what, Eric? Bottom line is, you don't have to do it alone and plan alone because uh, this is something you help folks do and we're out of time but why don't you let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you well if you want more information about this provocative topic visit my website at nvretirementplanners.com or uh, give us a call at the office at 774-674-2222 set up a complimentary retirement planning consultation i'll go through uh, how medicaid works we'll look at uh, uh, your situation and see if long-term care insurance might be a uh, a good way forward to proceed uh, at least get some costs down and and plan this uh, the, the only bad plan is the failure to plan. So give me a call, reach out on the web, get a hold of us. We're here to help. All right. Sounds great, Eric. Listeners, that does it for today's episode of Retirement Radio with our host, Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Plan. Thank you for listening to Retirement Radio with Eric Cheek. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Eric Cheek at Nevada Retirement Planners. Call 775-674-2222 or visit their website at NevadaRetirementRadio.com. Eric Cheek and Nevada Retirement Planners are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.